0: What's happening my Jack family? Coach Scott here. Welcome to another episode of the Jack Hats 40 Podcast. Today let's talk about overtraining versus under-recovering. Now in recent years, I've seen a lot of fear built up among my fellow men over 40 when it comes to overtraining. And because of this fear, I've seen many of them go the route of completely avoiding training to failure at all costs. So every single set that they're performing, they are leaving reps in reserve. I also see many of them incorporating deload weeks way too frequently. Yep, from my experience, the coaching clients that I'm always in contact, with fellow subscribers of this YouTube channel and the jacked at 40 podcast just the men over 40 that I'm seeing in my gym at least 99% of them are not even close to overtraining. The biggest problem most, if not all of them, are under recovering. They're not prioritizing their recovery. Now, as you have heard me drill into your head countless times on this Jack Tattoo 40 Life channel, uh, sleep should be your number one top priority. Getting an adequate amount of quality sleep each and every night, having a consistent sleep wake schedule, having a great wind down routine at the end of the night to allow you to fall into a restful, deep sleep. So trying your best to get at least seven to nine hours of quality sleep each and every night. It's not easy for many of us, especially a lot of family people, especially a lot of my fellow men over 40 who are working long hours, it can be a challenge, but I just cannot (laughs) drill home enough the importance of trying your best to make sleep the number one priority Priority in your life. Not only is it going to allow you to recover better from your workouts so you can repair, rebuild, and grow your muscles, but it just impacts all aspects of your life. It's going to improve the performance with your gym workouts. You're going to have better energy, better focus, better clarity to give to your weight training sessions. Your mood is going to be elevated. So you're going to be a better partner, a better husband, a better father. You're going to be a better Employee, employer, you're going to just be a better person overall because of your elevated mood. You're going to be a lot more focused in all that you do. You're going to have a lot more clarity in all that you're going to do. You're going to have a lot more, be more productive in all that you do. You're going to be a better driver. You're to, just all aspects of your life are going to improve by making sleep a top priority in your life. All your health markers are going to improve because of it. So I will continue to drill this point home to you guys over and over again. So make sleep the top priority for yourself. But what are other ways that you can improve your recovery overall? Number one, I think, aside from sleep, is that most of us are on all the freaking time. We don't know how to Turn off, and what we consider turning off is actually more detrimental than 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 it is beneficial. So a lot of us will um, think to ourselves, "All right, I'm, I'm on all day. I'm like been working my butt off, doing all this stuff. Let's just get on email. Let's just get on social media and just scroll through here." That is still on. Like your brain is freaking going like crazy, and for a lot of times, it can cause even greater stress in your life. So. If you are going to, what well, I encourage you to do, and same thing with winding down at the end of the day. Alright, let's chill out on the couch, we'll watch TV programs when the news comes on and um, different stuff that's just, again, sparks stress in your life. Like, winding down in front of the, the TV or on your phone or on your computer is not winding down. That is not turning off. I can't emphasize enough the importance of just sitting in freaking silence, just between you and your own thoughts, maybe a spouse, maybe a partner who is sitting there with you you and enjoying each other's company, just a conversation, one-on-one conversation, a deep conversation about what, what brings joy to your life. For me personally, the greatest benefit that came out of the situation that we're in for the past couple of years is like I live on my own. I really, um, got me to embrace silence, embrace my own company. and during the nicer day, actually even during the colder months here, I'll get out in my backyard. I sit in my lawn chair there, the Muskoka chair, and right now I'll just look out at the ice. I see the eagles swooping down trying to catch their next meal uh, in the springtime, when it's summertime, when it's warm out. Again, I'll just kind of look at the ripples of the water, get mesmerized by the ripples in the water. Just sitting in silence, being aware of the surroundings, and it doesn't take long, like five, ten minutes out there in silence. That is turning off like that just melts the stress from the day and really allows me to fully recover like just give yourself opportunities throughout the day to turn off rather than just flipping through your email flipping through your messages and all that stuff like that is not turning off turn off. Now, other things, I encourage you to incorporate meditation into your day. That is something that I have been doing in the evening times to help me wind down. But I am a work in progress when it comes to meditating during the day, taking a 5 to 10 minute break throughout my day to meditate. And again, that meditation can just be sitting out in the backyard, being present in the moment and just kind of even taking some time to visualize the best version of yourself a year from now and three years from now. It just because the best version of yourself is going to be doing these things to allow you to turn off, to really allow you to live your life to the fullest, to soak things up around you. So it's not a stress to think of, what the best version of yourself is. That is a stress relief because the best version of yourself is managing your stress to the best of your abilities. It's the best version of yourself is allowing you to fully recover from your training, from your everyday life, from the stresses that this life puts us through. So taking that time to to meditate on that best version of yourself is going to be very beneficial to your recovery. I you know it sounds like all poo-poo hokey pokey type stuff. But I'm telling you, this is going to work wonders for you in your life. And again, if you can listen to a meditation audio, that's something that I've done a couple times as of late. I need to build that into my daily practice. And again, I see a lot of coaches poo-poo this idea. Like it, we're busy professionals. we got a busy, hectic lifestyle. We've got kids and everything. Who's got time to sit down and meditate? Who's got time to journal? Well, like those are the people like us. I'm a busy freaking entrepreneur, uh, crazy hectic life. Like it's more important for me to take five to ten minutes to put on that meditation audio to turn off my brain. Really, like to turn off from the daily stresses. It's more important now than ever. Rather than saying you don't have time for that, like you need to make time for that kind of stuff. And as I just mentioned, journaling, like starting my day with that gratitude journal. Writing down what I'm grateful for in regards to my energy, for my work, for my love. Uh, I'm writing out three people that I'm grateful for and just taking a few seconds to meditate on the best version of myself a year from now, three years from now. Um, Just saying focus on my goals, what's going to bring joy to my life. That little practice in the morning, again, is going to help me recover. It just starts my day with this overwhelming sense of happiness. And research has shown like those who have a consistent gratitude journal are 25% happier. Happiness. like When you're happy, you're going to recover better. I guarantee it. You're going to be doing the right things that are going to bring joy to to your life and allow you to thrive in this life. So again, don't poo-poo these ideas of sitting in silence for five to ten minutes. Just being alone in your thoughts and with everything that's around you. Just being very present in that moment. Being very present conversation with your loved ones that you're sitting there with. Writing out the gratitude journal, just journaling out your thoughts and what you're so grateful for throughout the day. like That has incredible value to you, your overall well-being, your overall happiness, and really allowing you to flourish in this life. It's going to allow you to give the best of yourself, to your training, to everyone that is around you. So other things again when it comes to recovery. Active recovery is huge and I think your active recovery can really tie into that turning yourself off in a sense, that meditation. For me, the act recovery of hiking through the woods and really being in tune with my surroundings, really being, I, I'm so present in the moment because I'm looking to spot the owls. I'm looking to spot different um, creatures that are around me. Like I'm just, I'm so into that because I'm so present. I'm on because I'm like looking around and everything, but it brings, it just melts the stress away from me. It's turning off from the hecticness of this life, and really getting down to what's truly important, the little things, the simple things in life that bring joy to our life. So it's truly most important. Getting out on the paddleboard. Again, that's active recovery for me. I'm being active, I'm moving around more, I'm moving my body, but when I'm out there on the paddleboard, I have this heightened sense of awareness. There's times where I'll be mesmerized by the ripples in the water, seeing the sunlight glistening off the, off the water that just really, really captivates me. I just uh, looking along the shoreline there and just being, just that, again, a deep sense of gratitude for where I'm at, my abilities to be able to get out there on the paddleboard. It just really again grounds me in the moment, melts away my stress, but I'm being active at the same time. Um, Just again, that's going to be the case with a lot of the activities that I do with my life. I'm always moving. I am working out less, weight training less. Now some guys will say that's your. That's one of the things like we're we're overtraining. You need to work out less. I say yeah, it's it's okay to work out less. I am still that last set, best set is balls out freaking effort. I am doing everything that I got to that set. Like I am pushing it as hard as I possibly can. There's absolutely no question about it. I'm leaving it all out on the gym floor. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely not in that, that school of thought where you should always avoid training to failure. I think um, you can stay away from failure. Those first couple of sets, use those as workup sets and then have that one all out set to failure. I'm now training 4 days per week as opposed to 6 days per week. Um, I'm not finding necessarily that that is helping me recover better from my training sessions because I'm training less right now. Uh, But it presents greater opportunity for me to incorporate things like the daily meditation, like being more active out in nature, doing other activities that allow me to live my life to the fullest, to truly flourish in this life. So although I am working out weight training less I am way more active, and as I mentioned in recent videos, I'm incorporating yoga into my training. It's basically become a daily practice at least a 10 minute, 15 minute yoga session uh, each and every day. And then on the days that I am not weight training, I will often do 25 to 45 minutes of yoga that day as well. And that's been, again, a great way for me to recover better. Like, I feel more mobile, I feel more flexible. And I'm just moving through my days uh, a heck of a lot better. Like I, I just had a, a kick butt uh, leg workout the other day. Uh, it was focused on hamstrings and glutes. So it was literally a kick butt workout. I could feel like right afterwards, like my glutes were, were already like on the brink of cramping up. And um, later that night, I could already feel a little bit of stiffness in the glutes and the hips. And the next morning, stiffness the glutes and the hips. The yoga session helped loosen up. Um, that, that tightness. And I think it's helping me recover better from my training. Um, at least I'm feeling better. At least I'm not feeling stiff from that training. So that in that sense, even if it's not helping the muscles necessarily recover any faster from the weight training, they're not rebuilding, re- growing any faster than they, they typically would have, at least I feel better. I don't feel that same kind of muscle soreness, that same kind of muscle stiffness, which is allowing me to move through my day a heck of a lot better. So doing a variety of things Active recovery I think is absolutely crucial, a crucial component to our overall training, to our overall lifestyle when it comes to to our workouts. So really making sure I'm doing everything I can to recover better from my training rather than avoiding overtraining. Because there's definitely going to be times, peaks throughout the year, where I want to push that overtraining envelope. I want to freaking take it to that level, like most of the time I'm sitting in a good Comfortable moderate training volume, but I want to take it to that super high training volume occasionally throughout the year to challenge my body to really force it to like step outside of its comfort zone. And it's it's kind of adapted to the other training volume. You need to like challenge. All right, let's let's improve in order to handle this kind of uh, training volume and super compensate from that training volume and then pull it back again. So there's definitely going to be episodes of over training, but always during that time I'm going to have this focus on over-recovering. I want to make sure I'm recovering, doing all these other things to recover from that overtraining. So during those overtraining sessions, it's usually going to be one or two muscle groups and I'm going to overtrain that, like the entire body all the time. Uh, But really focus on, like during that period of overtraining, definitely extra focus on sleep, getting an adequate amount of quality sleep each and every night. Really focused on active recovery during that time to help uh, recover. Really focused on turning off Throughout the day, little periods throughout the day where I just completely turn off from the busyness in my mind, the business of everything that's going on and doing things that are going to melt the stress away so I can give the best of myself to the rest of it, become even more productive. We do we have peaks and valleys throughout the day, so why not take advantage of that valley when you're starting to lose some of that productivity to ground yourself in the moment to either meditate or sit in silence so you can get back to work more productive than you ever were before. So lots of these little tactics that you can incorporate into your overall lifestyle to ensure that you are recovering better. So I encourage you to focus more on Strategies that you can utilize to recover better, rather than avoid strategies to avoid overtraining. I want you to push yourself in the gym to challenge yourself with the workouts. That's part of how we thrive: stepping outside of our comfort zone and challenging our body in a fun, effective way that's joint-friendly. Um, really taking into our, our, our overall well-being into consideration, but really pushing the envelope at times as well. But do that, but focus more of your attention on recovery. Because it just blows me away that guys focus more of their attention. All right, how can I uh, avoid overtraining? Yet at the same time, they're not putting the effort into their sleep. They're not putting the effort into sitting in silence. They're not putting the effort into journaling, to feeling grateful. They're not putting the effort into all these other things that will have a greater impact on your recovery compared to training less. You can train less, but if you're still not, if you're still under-recovering with, not doing the things that are going to help you recover better, you're still going to be fighting it. You're still going to be under-recovered, even though you're training less. So tie it all together. Again, this Jack, that's for your lifestyle. It's about living your life to the fullest. Confidence, pride, zest, vitality, giving the best of yourself to all that you're doing, to everyone around you, moment to moment to moment day in, day out to all you do. So I really want to see the best version of yourself come out this year, giving your best to the training, giving your best to the recovery, just giving the best to all that you're doing throughout the day. Really hope you enjoyed today's Jack That's 40 podcast. If you did, please do me a favor, smash that thumbs up button. It really means a lot to me, really helps this channel out a lot. If you know a fellow bro who'd benefit from hearing this advice, these tips and tricks, not, I don't want to say it's tricks, this advice. today's podcast please do me a favor and share it with them as always more than anything i would love to hear from you down in the comments section below share your thoughts share your insights share your feedback share your personal experiences what have you done to improve your overall recovery are you incorporating any of these things i've talked about today are you focusing on your sleep do you struggle with sleep i know some like i said some of my fellow bros Working some long hours, it's very difficult to make sleep a top priority to get at least that seven hours of sleep some nights throughout the week. But what are you doing to improve upon that? To make sure that even though you don't have a lot of time to sleep, you're maximizing that time and trying to. you're doing the best you can in regards to your sleep. You're doing the best you can in regards to your overall active recovery. I want to hear what you're doing to recover better. So please take a moment, drop a comment down below, share your thoughts, share your insights, share your feedback. Before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked to 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you next podcast.